0: Right, so just trying to knock the cat out of the way. This is going to be me doing, I guess, a one-off podcast for people that I care about. I don't know how many people will end up listening to this, but it's 4.15 in the morning almost now, and I'm doing a podcast about dissociative personality disorder, which they're called the ID. used to be called, um, multiple personality disorder and a bunch of other things, but basically, something that I have come to realise that I have been suffering from my entire life, and so many things make sense now, and over the past five days or so, with the attempted rape, and the abuse that I had from that and then the follow-up of how I really wasn't treated well in the hours after that until I was able to get to my very wonderful friend's house who I got to stay with and it's kind of a part of the thing I'm going to talk about but I wanted to start this really with a bit of a quick explanation and then I thought I would go into things more so I know this is something that will be probably longer than I meant it to be, but it's also a thing that you'll stop and start and you can ask me questions about whatever, and I'm going to have plenty of the information wrong, but this is just what I know so far and what I experienced. So here we go. Um, This particular thing, DID as they call it, um, and I just kind of call it me and how my brain works, but is a complex condition that in many cases is caused because of seer severe fear. is caused from severe early childhood trauma. Now pretty much all of you that will be listening to this know what that is, but I just have to say it just in case there are people out there that don't. Um, and the best thing best what we'll be, we are sure on with this is that that came from the fact that I was sexually abused from anywhere as early as a year old to two to three years old up until I was four and a half to five years old by a person at an, an, an adult or at least a teenager at the daycare centre home daycare center where I spent most of my time growing up. This causes this caused my personality to fragment into a lot of distinct personalities. Those fragmented personalities are what have allowed me to cope with everything else that's happened in the rest of my life, whether it be just living with the trauma of what happened from when I was little to deaths, and other traumas that I've had thrown my way, all of these different things, these distinct personality, different personalities, which many people who don't have this would just see as a personality trait, these are distinct different personalities that may have that trait, that another trait one may have, but they may not, and that's how it works, that's how they balance it all out. I don't have names for a lot of them. It's something that many people do. Um, I'm still working on that kind of thing. Like Roo is what would be called my main, the host. So that is me. And what I found is that primarily throughout my life, I've done something that I'm calling, basically like co-fronting. And fronting is used to explain whoever is, I guess, in charge of the body and the mind and everything else like that. So, you have these things inside your mind, almost like, I guess you could say, like, hanging out in a common room or whatever, and they're in there, and sometimes they can make, they can talk about things that are going on that you're seeing, and I know that sounds like schizophrenia, um, and all I can say is I've been tested for it, and they're very sure that I don't have that, but okay, um, but a lot of the time with me, it's Rue is there and I'll have to be co-fronting with somebody else. When that happens, it's much harder for anyone to notice this. Um, it's when I switch and um, have another entire person fronting that you will really get to see some changes. One of my oldest friend, friend's prongs, uh, and I have talked about this, and they definitely know that they have seen this happen many times. Um, and we've, we've talked about some of the names of some of the, char- the characters, gotta not say that because they're not characters, they are identities, they are parts of me. Um, Micah is one of the ones um, that I've only just recently been able to figure out a name for. And they are very much probably the loveliest part of me. They are just joy and a lot of incredible things. And they're sweet and beautiful and can get their heart broken too easily. But they're wonderful. Uh, And they're definitely like part of the best thing about being friends with me. Um, And there is a bit of an M theme. I don't know why that is. Possibly just because I've been learning about naming stuff recently. But then you've got Mimi, who is someone that absolutely all of you would have met um and especially would have seen a lot of during times such as when mum passed away uh any family member died um times when i've been abused just Mimi is there when things get really really bad and this was what i used to kind of feel in my mind when i was younger when i was going through really bad depressive episodes other things like that when my eating disorder and such were playing up and i would feel i'd be sitting in the shower and i couldn't move and i would feel like a part this person another like something would split away from me and then that person would be like the adult and i would just be like this child and they would wash my hair and get me to get out of the shower and dry myself off and make food and eat and and that is Mimi fronting. That is Mimi coming out and doing the things that need to be done so that I, the host, can survive. Uh, and she is amazing, but she can't always be the one that does that. She, and there are others that kind of deal with things, and she's not there to deal with the emotional side of things. She's there to make sure that I get up, I eat, I'm able to do these things. Unfortunately, she can't be there all the time Um, and Mimi is definitely somebody that I have lost track of a lot and I do feel like Mimi is the type of person who is a lot better at doing that for other people, uh, which she does as well and if you're experiencing uh, me swooping in and doing everything I can to support you, like that's Mimi, that's Mimi right there. And if there's a lot of sweetness with it as well, then you're probably going to be having a Mimi-Mica co-fronting thing going on there. Um, Because Mimi is not particularly emotive. But, obviously, when it comes to some pretty fucked up trauma, emotions need to happen and there's only so much that she can do. Which is kind of my newest thing that I'm... Well, they tipped me over the edge of realising I need to start talking about this. Um, and that would be to do with the twins. Now, the twins were formed because of this horrible thing that happened on the weekend well on the Friday night. Friday night? Friday night. Um, now, what happens with them and from what I can see what happens with most alters for people is that In the moment that something really bad happens, the altar doesn't just spring up like, hey, I'm here. It's more about actually what happens during healing and stuff like that. And then they're able to come out at other times. Now, I noticed quite early on it was less than 24 hours after what happened. Um had happened with I mean it probably been 18 or so so it it had been some time but um like that night that happened I came home I did take an overdose of adivan I survived I'm fine um and I basically I tapped out I woke up again and I was just numb that it felt like there was no one there was nothing I was just a complete and total husk and there were several hours where Tahana took me to the movies and we did things and everything was autopilot and I have a very hard time remembering a lot of that. That is all part of this as well. So maybe it was Mimi that stepped in then. Probably was. Um, or something similar to Mimi because there are quite a few different things inside of me. One of those stepped in because Rue had checked out the night before Rue was gone and I had no way of getting Rue back. I think one of the last things that Rue did was message to message Alexei and, you know, let them know what this was and what was going on and that I would have to have help and didn't know what I could do. And I'm really, really glad that that happened because, yeah anyway, um, I was sitting in the shower, um, at Tahana's, finally starting to feel the weight of it all, I cried a lot on the Friday night after the attempted rape, I cried for quite a few hours, um, didn't feel like anywhere near enough, honestly, but after that I just couldn't do anything anymore, I was just laying staring at the wall and that's how tahana found me and in a way that's what i just that's all i wanted to do that's all i thought i could do from now on i was just gonna lay and stare at a wall until i stopped existing and i was stuck like that for quite a while and then i looked in the mirror and i looked at this red glitter that I had down my eyes almost like tears and it was very different to anything that I'd done before. We all know that me covered in glitter isn't strange but this, this showed pain but it showed something else and I took a photo of myself leaning up against this tiny mirror and it just sort of clicked and I felt once again inside of me these two two things split and it was the twins and I took some photos and they don't need to be photos of all of my all of my different altars, and they don't all need to have different looks and everything else like that it's just with some of them that's how it is um but yeah with with these two it was something very different to anything I had experienced before. They were born of a fresh abuse as opposed to something that happened when I was too little to understand it. Um, and then these, you know, different thi- different many alters that had come out throughout time, throughout my entire lifetime, that just felt very different. And I been writing today when they were fronting about how they feel about them existing and the closest thing I can find to explaining that would be the idea of a child being born of rape, really, which I know some people may get angry at me saying that about but that's the closest way that I know how to explain it and at first I wanted to keep that from them which is something that you can do with alters you can keep certain information from them um but by the end of it I was just like no like they were aware that there was just this very very deep strong almost harsh sadness that they were born into and could not escape it was a they knew that it was their place to be in that sadness and it felt wrong to me to kind of let them believe that like that was it I guess and also it was dangerous for me because sitting in that place without allowing myself and them to realize that hey things the future will not always be this did of course start setting off suicidal tendencies and stuff like that and I was like okay this this can't happen we need to talk about this or I at least need to kind of find a way to communicate this out and I actually have a letter that I've written them which is kind of cool I'm really glad that I did it and I feel better about it um, but yeah it was they're interesting <laughs> um, they don't have a name I don't know if a name is going to come uh, I just use M right now, it's super funny, you know, everything else is M, but um, I took a bunch of pictures and actually kind of looked into the M and the symbol and how they'd been drawing it when they were writing beforehand, and it is it is interesting to discover these new people and and go into it and be like, okay, what are we, who are they, and what are they trying to find, and what can we unlock, and... Not all stuff to do with this is a, like little kind of calm in San Diego, magical fun search, but it's interesting and they have a strength in them. They have a power in them that at once a few stage this evening I experienced for sure when I could hear people drunk people um coming along towards the warehouse where we were taking photos and a look came about in their eyes and i could feel it i could feel my facial expressions obviously you can feel your facial expressions, but i could just feel how much i changed then it wasn't my natural way that i go about being very protective which, which i Everyone knows I am a very, very protective person, but it was a. There was a kind of. Almost like loathing, but also very, very. Just deep, absolute. Anger, and. They just. Just despising all these. All these very heavy. Basically, it was this idea of if you come into the space. And you try and do anything that comes close to hurting either of us the worst possible things will happen to you and i could i could feel that that's how these at least you know one of the two of these were it was very interesting experiencing emotions like that which were very strong and while not wildly completely unheard of for me i was feeling them in a totally different way to the way I've ever felt them before. And I definitely believe that that comes from the fact that these two people were born from a sexual abuse. Uh, A sexual abuse by a drunk person. So, in a way as well, it's a good way to know that drunk people like that will be a trigger, and that I just need to keep an eye on that. Um, So... I guess part of why I'm doing this is just so that I can start to explain things to everyone so it makes more sense, and also so that if I'm writing to you or talking to you in real person, like, yeah, in person, um, the way that I talk about certain things does change when I get comfortable, um, often say things like, I will talk about, like, using terms like, us, um, or say something like, oh yeah, Rue said that they like that, which can be strange, because it sounds like I'm talking about myself in the third person, but if I say something like, Ru like, says that they like that, or I need to remember to tell Rue this, it's because somebody else is fronting. Um, I will often use us for co-fronting, um, and us, but just straight up us, um, because, I guess, in a weird way, I feel like I'm coming out again, I am an us. It's, it's, uh, some people call it a system. I don't know if I'm comfortable with that yet, but it is a multiple set of personalities that all make up who I am. Um, and if you're close to me, you've met a bunch of them, and obviously... I adore you as I adore you and I'm really excited for everyone to get to meet them more and make out what on earth the twins names are if they even get to have those um but yeah please ask me anything and uh if you want to talk more about it I would really love that um there's some stuff that you can look into but unfortunately there's not much when you try and google it i've been having a really hard time which is why i really appreciate having a friend who has a very similar issue so that i can sit down and talk to them about it and not feel like i'm going absolutely crazy and then be able to find ways to integrate it into my life that's actually really really good um and is part of why I am finding ways to cope with some of the most horrifying things that have ever happened in my life, like lately. So, this is us, and this has been Rue, as far as I can tell, the entire time. I think Micah was there a little bit, um, and maybe Mimi, but really it was just Rue talking to you about everyone and everyone being a little bit scared about the idea about how you guys will see us but this is who we are and we are proud that we are an us so hope you can accept that and love us for it anyway thank you for listening